0: On this episode of the Dr. Matters Podcast, we're going to talk about something that I originally said that I was just going to gloss over and not talk about, but I feel like the traction this has gained, the things that it pertains to, what we've seen, heard, and what we listen to matters. And we're going to talk about some things that you may not know or may not have seen and how it all works behind the scenes with the music that you listen to when it comes to Christian content. So what we're going to talk about today matters when it comes to what you listen to, what you sing, and even what you sing in your churches. Stay tuned, Dr. Matters podcast starts right now. Welcome to the Doctrine Matters Podcast, a tool to help believers rediscover true biblical doctrine and to help them understand and live out their faith in their homes, in their churches, and in their communities. Thank you for listening to this episode. Let's get right to it. Welcome, everybody, to this episode of the Doctrine Matters podcast. Thank you for tuning in. If you have seen the thumbnail on YouTube, or if you have looked at the title of this episode, you will see that it says, Stop Listening to Christian Music. Now, the question is, first and foremost, should we stop listening to all Christian music? Should we stop singing all Christian music? Not necessarily. But we do need to briefly define what we mean by Christian music, because music in and of itself cannot be Christian. What I'm talking about specifically is that music That is written, the lyrics are written, or we sing that supposedly, and I'm going to use the word supposedly, bring God glory, exalt Christ, and serve one another. So we should be singing doctrinally sound, biblically based songs. We've talked about this before on this podcast, we've talked about it before. On many episodes, as a matter of fact, because what you listen to, what you sing, matters. And today we're going to be talking about that Christian music that is put out by people who are godless, who don't know God, in my opinion, who are not saved. We're going to be talking about people who make Christian music and have made Christian music for a long time and are apostate apostates. They, they this is the example of apostate. They are not saved. You can call it deconstructing. You can call it whatever you want to, but I believe that what we're going to see today is a blasphemous group of people who claim to know God, yet he is far from them. And we're going to be talking specifically about a man named Derek Webb. And I just wanna I just wanna kinda of go and see we're gonna be talking about Derek Webb and then two other people that were in a picture with him. That went to the Dove Awards. Now, if you don't know what the Dove Awards are, these are just simple um, award shows, essentially. It's like the MTV Awards, the BET Awards, the VH1 Awards. If you grew up in the 90s, you've seen all these award shows, the CMT Country Music Awards or whatever. So it's an award show for Christian artists. And essentially, uh, an award is given by the Gospel Music Association – of the United States of America to recognize outstanding achievement in the Christian, quote-unquote, Christian music industry. So we are giving awards to those who have succeeded and outstanding achievement, those that have have just done great things in the Christian music industry. But as we're going to see today... Those that are in the Christian music industry, there are many of them who are not saved. And we're going to begin with Derek Webb, and then we're going to talk about two of the people that are in the picture with him that went to these Dove Awards, and then we're going to look at a short video that uh, a brother in Christ, Spencer Smith, has put out concerning a performance that happened at the Dove Awards, and then what that band put on their Facebook page. Many of you likely listen to this band and don't realize what they're all about. So we're going to show you that, and uh, we're going to let Brother Spencer say that. And let me just say this for the record. me Me and Spencer Smith would not agree on all things theology, but we would agree on all the primary points of doctrine and theology. So that makes us brothers in Christ. So although we disagree on some secondary and tertiary issues, one thing that I, I I love about this brother is that he is not combative against those who differ with him in secondary and tertiary issues. Um, he's just looking for faithful men of God, faithful men and women of God who love Christ and give God glory in all things. So uh, we're going to play a clip from him on this, and we're going to kind of talk, talk through it as he talks to it, because I think he did it way better than I could, and there's no sense in reinventing the wheel, but I do think that those few of you that watch this channel it would be good for you to watch and hear him speak on the matter as well so let's just begin with this man named Derek Webb and if you don't know who Derek Webb is he was in a group called Cademan's Call many of you if you're older like I am remember the group Cademan's Call and he was in this group and then he left that group and did some solo work he put out some solo albums uh just Derek Webb and um I think that Kateman's call just recently got together again and did some reunion dates, um, at the Ryman auditorium. Looks like that was, uh, they were earlier this year. So Kateman's call, there you go. If you've listened to them, have them in your rotation still, if you're old, like I am, or older like I am, then you may want to take them out because let's look at Derek Webb here. And, uh, I'll tell you what, let me do that so we can get the full effect here. And this is Derek Webb on TikTok explaining something. And uh, actually, you know what? This is, this is not the one that I'm looking for. I, I want to show you the one that I'm looking for first. Okay, here's the one I'm looking for. So uh, we'll come back to that here in just a second. Uh, because I definitely want you to to hear this, uh, but we'll 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 share that.'ll we'll, we'll, we'll stop sharing this, forgive me for um, not having the right one pulled up. Here we go. Now here is the one that I want to show you as we dive into this.
1: Well, despite the fact that over the last 20 something years, I've apparently won several double awards. I've never been before. And so tonight uh, will be my first ever trip to the double awards. And I'll be in such good company. Flamey Grant uh, is going to be there. Similar. Grace Baldrige is going to be there. And many other good friends. We're all going. And you know I don't dress up often. I'm usually kind of a white t-shirt guy. But I thought this felt like of a special occasion. So I want you to, you know, this is so this is my dove award, uh, this is my dove award fit. What do you what do you guys think? Um if you're there, come say hello. We'll be easy to find.
0: All right. I'm just gonna leave that right there. This is Derek Webb saying that he is going to be going to the Dove Awards. And did you hear what he said? He said that he has apparently won a few Dove Awards in the past, but he's never gone to the award show. So here he is now dressing as a woman in a dress, going to these Dove Awards. And here's a problem. Why in the world, if the Dove Awards represent the Christian music industry, listen to that first word, Christian, why are the Dove Awards allowing this man to even walk through those doors to represent something that is godless, to represent something that is not in accordance with the scriptures the bible does not teach that we as men should dress as women as a matter of fact the bible forbids it look at deuteronomy just do a search in your bible start studying the word look at deuteronomy this is absurd and yet the Dove Awards has allowed this group, and I'm fixing to show you the group that went. He mentioned Grace Baldridge and Flamey Grant. Now, that name may sound familiar to you, but again, if you're older like I am, you may know the name or recognize the name Amy Grant. Now, I have issues and some things I could say about her, but this is not about Amy Grant. We're gonna be talking about Flamey Grant. But Amy Grant was and I think still is a quote unquote Christian singer. And she has been for years. I believe she's married to Vince Gill. Either way, that's Amy Grant. But Derek Webb is going to the double wards or now has gone. The double Awards were back in October, uh, on the 17th of, uh, October, but he is going with flamey grant. So we're going to be talking about flamey grant. And I'm going to also show you grace Baldridge, as he just mentioned. So, uh, I want to I want to get into this just for a second because it's important for us to understand where we're at as a Christian people. So many people fill up these Dove awards, and it's just interesting to me again how they how they were even let in the building. And here is a picture of uh, the two or the three all of them together, but the two that he's talking about referring to, you see here is Derek Webb here in his dress. Again, he's wearing uh, a black dress with white polka dots. He's wearing two pearl necklaces. Those for you that are not watching are only listening. Um, he's got on earrings, I believe. Uh, yes, he does. I see the, those earrings in a different picture. I've got pulled up on, on my screen. And um, he's also wearing, if you can see, pantyhose. It looks like black pantyhose whatever. But here are the other two right here. I'm zooming in on these two because these are the ones that he mentioned as well. So he's going with Grace Baldridge. This is the one in the middle who is dressed like a man. And there's a reason she's dressed like a man, because this is a Christian recording artist, Grace Baldridge. And um, her name going by uh, Christian music is similar I guess that's how you say it, similar, S-E-M-L-E-R. That is which she goes by, but her name is Grace Baldridge, and she is a lesbian. So she is a member of the LGBTQ community, yet she is a Christian singer, and she is dressed like a man. For those of you, again, that are not watching this podcast, she is wearing a button-up shirt with a tie and a leather-type blazer that uh, men wear. And uh, she's wearing her black slacks here, uh, but dressed like a man, has a haircut much like a man and um, much like a Dwight Schrute haircut. For those of you that know Dwight Schrute, um, much, much that. But then there's this other person that that Derek Webb mentioned that I'm zooming in on now. This is Flamey Grant and Flamey Grant, for lack of better words, is a large person. And uh, I shouldn't even say person. This is a large man. This is a large man who has on a wig, makeup, dress, high heels, and um, likely stockings. I don't know. Let's see. Yeah, it looks like he may be wearing some pantyhose. Uh, but this is Flamey Grant. This is a, um, I don't know, I will tell you this. Back around August, he had. And I'm going to say he, because he is a drag queen. He had the number one Christian album on the charts. Now, you tell me if this is not blasphemous, if this is not uh, something that God should bring judgment on. And uh, I can tell you this, the the judgment is coming. Uh, I'm preaching through the book of Malachi at my church. And we just finished up Malachi chapter 2, verse 17 through 3, 6. And I can tell you the purifier is coming. Christ is coming in judgment. He came to judge Jerusalem in AD 70. That is a near prophecy. But when you look at the far prophecy of Malachi and and others, you see that there is another coming, a second coming of Christ. And he's coming. And he's going to have this ref- be like a refiner's fire and a fuller soap. And what this refiner's fire does is when you think about silver or gold, this is all melted down and, and heated up and melted down. And all of the dross or the, the worthless uh, stuff or the trash within this rises to the top. And they can just skim off this worthless stuff and throw it away forever. And if you're thinking about a fuller soap, you're thinking about laundry day. And back in this time, they would use this uh, very, uh, heavy duty soap with alkaline in it that would get rid of the, the toughest, most, um, stubborn stains in clothing. And that dirt would be separated from that article of clothing and that dirt would be thrown down the drain and, and discarded forever. So when Christ comes again at his second advent, he's coming as a warrior who is coming to judge the world. The the judgment in Jerusalem was a localized judgment, but this second coming will be a globalized judgment, and nobody will be able to escape this judgment. It will be happening, and these three people on your screen right now will be judged because there is no way that they can be true Christians and wag their finger in the face of God, the way that they are doing it, by the way they're dressing, the way they're talking, the way they're acting and their way they are living. And how on earth does a drag queen have the number one Christian album on the charts? How does that happen? It's because we have a bunch of rebellious people in the industry. We have rebellious people on your screen. And if you can't see them, just know they're rebellious. And we have a bunch of rebellious people who profess the name of Christ, who have suppressed the truth. They think they're saved, but they're truly not saved because they're giving themselves to stuff like this that proves that they have no gospel fruit, which means if they die the way they are, they will experience the judgment, be separated the worthless from the valuable, and they will be discarded forever in hell and we listen to this type of music. Maybe you've heard of Simler or Grace Baldridge, whatever she goes by. Maybe you've listened to Kademan's Call or Derek Webb. Maybe you have heard Flamey Grant and you just don't understand all the ins and outs of it. But if you listen to it and you like it and you love it and you continue to listen to it, you are part of the problem. As well, Because this is not Christianity. This is not a picture of who God wants his people to be. And the fact that the GMA Dove Awards allowed these three people in the building tells us something about the Dove Awards, that they are unchristian, that they don't care about the Bible. They don't care about the God of the Bible. They're looking for likes, subscriptions. They're looking for accolades. And they're probably all about the money, fame and prestige that goes along with all of this thing. And the sad reality is many professing Christians that do Christian music are all just like this. They're affirming this, they would act just like this, they would dress just like this, and there's a bunch of people that are in rebellion against God by making a drag queen the number 1 on the Christian charts. This is a an abomination to God. This should never happen. The GMA Dove Dove Awards should just collaborate with the MTV Music Awards and all of the other worldly shows out there because that is all this is, and we are giving it a pass. We're winking at it. We're pointing our feet at it. We're just kind of nudging it on and just saying, oh, that's okay. That's I even was not even going to talk about this, but I think it's important this message goes far and wide because this is absolute reprobate right here. This is reprobation at its finest, and these people need to repent and believe on the one true God. And the problem is Derek Webb has been making Christian music for decades now and has won some of these Dove Awards for great achievement, and yet here he is dressing like a woman and going to these Dove Awards. I can tell you that this is blasphemous. This is terrible. and we just allow it to happen. Now, Derek Webb recently posted uh, a couple of days after that, October the nineteenth, it has two point four million views and it has 70 reposts, thirty-five requotes, five hundred ninety-five likes, hundred bookmarks, and he's telling us why he decided to wear a dress to the Dove Awards. Let's listen to Derek Webb in his own words explain to us exactly why he wore a dress.
1: As a cis straight white man, I walk into a room like that and any room.
0: Can Let me just stop here. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll restart it. But anytime you begin a conversation or a video with as a cis straight white man, you know that there is trouble coming afterwards. If you have to label who you are and what you are, we're already stumbling into a problem because number one, we know God made male and female, male and female. He created them Genesis chapter one. And we can look at Derek Webb and say, you're a male. We can look at Derek Webb and say, you're white. Now his sexual orientation, whatever he wants to be, that's When you bring that into it, you know that there is going to be something else that follows that that just makes no sense. It's garbage and it is not of the scriptures. So let's just see what he says. Let me start it over here just in case you want to hear it
1: again. Why did I wear a dress to the devil wards? As a cis, straight, white man, I walk into a room like that and any room with an incredible amount of advantage and privilege. If I'm attending as an ally of friends and colleagues, I should do everything possible to surrender that privilege at the door. If the way you look at my loved ones isn't the way you look at me, I'm not truly standing with them. It's like Stan Mitchell says, if you claim to be someone's ally but aren't getting hit by the stones thrown at them, you aren't standing close enough. Plus, I have amazing legs.
0: that last thing plus i have amazing legs was tells me all we need to know also he says supporting his allies if he can't acknowledge support them and surrender his privilege <sighs> I'm not going to get into privilege. I'm not going to get into white privilege. I'm not going to talk about that. But here's the problem. With his friend group, if he is a believer, which I don't believe he is. I believe he is an unbeliever. He's unregenerate. He should not be surrendering his privilege to his friend group. He should be calling his friend group to repentance and faith. Because homosexuality is a sin, people. It is not to be coddled. It is not to be loved. It is a sin. It is an abomination against God. The homosexual cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Why? Because he hates it. It is sin. And you may say, Stephen, well, that, li- that, that passage in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 lists other sins as well. Absolutely. If you continue to live in rebellion against God, you cannot inherit the kingdom. And homosexuality happens to be one of those things. The perversions and the immorality that go with sexuality, or I'm sorry, with homosexuality. And even within that, the drag queen. This is, uh, this is an abomination to God. And Derek Webb needs to be calling them to repentance and faith, not sliding in and cozying up to this because this is sin and God will deal with it. The problem is, they don't know God. Derek Webb doesn't know God. Derek Webb is an unbeliever who has made money off the backs of people like you and I for years, making what is labeled as Christian music, all the while his heart has been far from God. He is at war with God. Grace Baldridge is at war with God. Flamy Grant is at war with God and I don't say that as some some um over um just like this overachieving or this just dramatic effect. I say that because it's scriptural. It is in the Bible that they are rebelling against the God of this universe, the God who created them the way he created them. And he they are rebelling against sexuality, which he created male and female for male and female, not female and female, not male and male, but male and female and not transitioning and not drag queens and not transgenders and not all of these other silly names that you can come up with to label people he did not create these things it's simple male female the relationship should between be between the two male and female and that's it and they're rebelling against god when they are doing other things such as they're doing so now you may say, "Well, okay, I, I don't listen to Cademan's call, Derek Webb. They all seem like quacks to me." And I, I, I hope you don't say they they're like quacks. Uh, uh, maybe they're in rebellion against God and need to be saved. You can say that, but it is kind of quacky that they would show up dressed like that. And uh, but that's not the only thing. Many of you know and have heard of the band For King and Country, and. Uh, as mentioned earlier in this show, uh, missionary Spencer Smith on YouTube has uh, put out a video concerning for King and Country's Facebook page. What they have wrote, what they wrote on their Facebook page after the Dove Awards and after their performance with Jordan Sparks. You may recognize that name from American Idol years ago. Uh, but he put something. He showed what they put on their Facebook and also just kind of showing us. How unChristian and unbiblical for king and country truly is. So, with that being said, I think it would be uh, just a, a, a good thing for uh, Spencer Smith to share with us, and I want to I want to let him talk about it, and then I'll say a few things about it, and then we'll wrap this thing up and uh, and uh, we'll wrap it up challenging each other with our music preferences and especially what we sing in church and what we listen to. So let's uh, uh let's listen to Spencer Smith about for King and Country and Jordan Sparks.
2: Look, here is a post on Facebook that for King and Country posted. Now, if you've seen Third Adam for something instantly is going to jump out at you when you read the line of this post. You ready? Let's go there. Our dear Jordan Sparks certainly brought a transcendent ethereal air to the GMA Dove Awards stage. Transcendent ethereal air is the talk of wizards. It is the talk of witches. It is the language of the New Age. It is the language of Alistair Crowley. It is the language of Alice Bailey. It is the language of warlocks and sages, of, of, of satanist and everything magical and dark and anti-God. Mm. People who believe the Bible do not say things like that. If God the Holy Spirit works in a church service, spirit-filled Bible-believing people don't say, oh, there was a transcendent magical air in the air tonight. They don't say that.
0: He's absolutely right. I've never said that. I've never said there's a transcendent ethereal air tonight. That is as he said, that is bad language from people who profess Christ. And it gets worse. It gets much worse. If
2: you know who says that people who are manipulating occultic energy forces say there is a transcendent etherealness about this. And we showed you in 3rd Adam 4 that Ether and Quintessence and and Shekinah and Kundalini, that that is the false spirit, the spirit that now worketh, Ephesians chapter 2, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. These people are putting Satanism in your face and nearly 30,000 Christian people like this post. I am astonished at how insane supposed Bible-believing people can be sometimes. This stuff is right in your face, and you don't get it. I want to show you a couple things here. We'll get into for king and country here in a minute, but I want to ask you the question, okay? And I'm going to just skim through this video for you, and you can see some of the things that they say and the, the music that they play in this video. Of course, there's these guys singing, and then this woman gets up and sings with them, and the lasers, and because you know the 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 Holy Spirit can't move with unless the lasers are going, and so they get up and sing with all this this foggy music, and everybody just seems to enjoy it and love it, and at right at the very end, they all stand there together and smile, and uh, but my question for you guys is this: Who is Jordan Sparks? Do you guys have any idea who Jordan Sparks is? Well, I'm.
0: This is important. I want you to pay attention to this. And if you're not, um, if you're not watching this and you're just listening, I will kind of just briefly describe what's what's going on on the on the on the screen. That he's showing. I'm
2: just going to show you here. Here's her Facebook page, and she's got nine million followers on Facebook. But a quick skim through her photos on Facebook will reveal something about her character that is uh, absolutely not Christian. And uh, if I could just please forgive me, but if I could just show you that right there.
0: So what they're showing, what he's showing on screen, is he's he's kind of blurred it out just for sake of anyone that could be tempted. Now morality for many people. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, not morality. Uh, well, yeah, morality is subjective to many people, but uh, we should know when it comes to morality, what the Bible says about it. Um, but w- what people dress modesty, modesty for many people is subjective. And it, it could be subjective as well, because what is immodest to, to one Christian may not toe the line of immodesty for another, so it is a little subjective, but when you have people standing on a stage professing the name of Christ, exalting the name of God at a Christian music award ceremony, and you have this woman on the stage with you who has 9 million Facebook followers and she posts photos of her half naked and in lingerie v- very much showing cleavage belly and all those things and listen modesty is a hot topic it always has been always will be i'm sure but anyone who professes the name of christ should not have pictures like she does on her facebook page because he is showing some censored video some censored pictures of her half dressed a lot of skin showing and it's censored just enough where you can see the skin and this is the woman who got on stage with for king and country and exalted the name of god at
2: least with her lips there what 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 is this woman what is she doing does anybody as why does why do people think this woman is a spirit-filled born-again bible-believing person and by the way she just came out with a song on uh, called Call My Name on her 1.32 million subscriber uh, YouTube channel, and the entire song, the entirety of this video is her having sex with her boyfriend. I, I, I don't even want to show you the softcore pornography that this video is, and yet, this woman, this Jezebel, this Woman of ill repute is getting up in front of all of you people at the GMA Dove Awards. She and she's singing about Jesus, and nobody cares. Am I the only one who thinks that this is not good? Am I the only one who sees that the people who run the Dove Awards? Don't know God. This is not Christianity. This is the occult. These people are not Christians. This is not Bible-believing Christianity. If you were to take this back in time to the Apostle Paul and show him what this was, he would denounce it outright, and he would say, this is the occult, and that's what I'm telling you today. These people are not Christians. They don't know God. They don't care about holiness, and they have no fruit of holiness in their life.
0: I agree 100%, and no, brother, you are not the only one that thinks this is bad, that it is wrong, and it should be dealt with. But the problem is, and here is the conclusion of this video, there are many people still clicking play on these songs for King and Country, for Cademan's Call, for Derek Webb, for whoever else. And listen, it's just these people. You may say, well, I don't listen to Cademan's call or Derek Webb or 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 Flamey Grant or for King and Country or Jordan Sparks. I don't listen to these people, but this issue goes much deeper than you can even imagine within the Christian music industry. This is a majority of people that are in mainstream Christian music. And this is a problem. That's why what you listen to matters, because you you could actually listen to people who belong to cults. You could listen to people who have some sort of different agenda than that of the Holy Scriptures. So you and I need to dig deep and challenge ourselves to understand and know what we're listening to, what we turn on in our cars when we're going to work or coming home from work or going on a road trip, whatever the case may be. We have to understand exactly what we're listening to so we don't find ourselves falling into this trap of unbiblical Christianity, practical atheism. Many of these people are not even saved and we're going to hitch our wagons to those people. Now, the problem is we keep doing it and doing it and doing it. As I mentioned earlier, we wink at it. We give it a pass. But it's time to stop giving it a pass. As Spencer Smith said, if we were to take what we see in modern Christian music and in the music industry of Christianity and send that back in time to the Apostle Paul or John or Peter or any of those They would look at this and say, this is not of God. We have seen Christ. We've touched Christ, this Christ that we've looked upon and and beheld and know and love. This is not what we should be doing. And we need to get rid of these things. The biggest problem in our world, the biggest problem. One of the biggest problems in our world is the fact that we continue to let this train move by giving it our listens, our likes, our shares, making our playlist about these people. And all of this false theology, all of this bad stuff continues to roll down the hill and pick up steam and takes a lot of people with it. As, as when you're getting on these trains and listening to this type of music, you're getting further and further away from biblical Christianity, in my opinion. I am thankful that God has pulled me from Caleb's top 100 and has allowed me to find true biblical music that exalts God and exalts Christ. And it's just so good to listen to and to sing together with my brothers and sisters on Sunday mornings and, You need to be challenged as well. Are you going to continue to listen to people like this? Or are you going to do some research to find out exactly what they're about, what they do, what they say on their social media accounts, who they let sing with them, who they're partnering with, who they're allowing in the building when it comes to the GMA Dove Awards? I would say do your due diligence because what you sing, listen to, and especially what you sing in your churches matter. Doctrine matters, theology matters, and it's time for professing Christians, those that are true Christians, to stand up and stop being so wishy washy and playing with the word of God and just listening to things just because it sounds good to you or you like it or you can't, uh, you don't like the old stuffy hymns. Let me tell you, some of those old stuffy hymns have some of the most rich doctrine. And rich theology and that's what this country needs is a heavy dose of theology and doctrine that comes from the scripture alone Not by your emotional needs by what you think sounds good or the beat that goes along with it I'd rather saying holy 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 is the lord god almighty a hundred times a day as I would listen to a song from King and Country that uses occult language and lets people like worldly Jordan Sparks on the platform with them at a Christian music awards ceremony. I would much rather sing those old hymns. You give me those any day that point to God and point to Christ and even exalt the Holy Spirit than songs that sound like you could sing them to your boyfriend or, or girlfriend. So I'm challenging you, and if you're still with me, I'm challenging you, really think about what you're listening to. Think about the the presets in your vehicle. If it's K-Love, Air One Radio, or any of those, you might want to think about just taking those. I'd rather you listen to country music, rock and roll, classic rock, whatever, than to listen to that garbage that they're putting out. Because the Bible tells us, be hot or cold. But this lukewarm business God is going to judge. He's going to spew you out of his mouth. So it's time to get serious about the word of God, folks. It's time to stop winking at sin and letting people have a pass. Get serious about the word of God. Get serious about your walk with Christ because it matters. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you got any questions, comments, concerns, as always, leave them. You can email me, Dr. Matters Podcast at gmail.com. It comes straight to me. I'll be glad to engage in conversation with you or help you out in any way, shape, or form. I've had many people email over the years, and I'm thankful for that. Uh, Been uh, been good to interact with people. So please leave your comments, like, share, subscribe. If you want to do that, you can do that. Feel free. Um, But be challenged, be encouraged, and know that Christ is Lord. Till next time, God bless.